Welcome to Turns Out She's Psychic, the podcast. Spiritual musings, sometimes amusing. I'm Tracy. And I'm Laura. Hello, dear listeners. We're back in your ear holes. It's just Tracy and myself. And we're going to talk all about us because we can. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk all about the year that was, what came up for us and our favourite episodes from the season. Hmm. Does that sound about right, Tracy? It does. And I'm excited um, because we finally get to sort of share some personal stuff rather than just information. Yes, which we, yeah, I think some some episodes we tend to overshare anyway. Yeah, <laughs> true. Because we've got, we've got the years, but this is like literally about this year and common themes that have come up for us um, in relationship to everything else that's going on within the year and um, talking a bit about our podcast and everything else. Yeah, yep. Let's do it. And you're going to go first. Yeah, sure. I'd love to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Yeah. So when I think about where my life was 12 months ago, we were moving houses. So it's 12 months tomorrow since we moved in. Oh, yay. Yeah. So it's been a huge year. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think most of our listeners... If, unless you've joined us in the last year, were part of the whole um, let's manifest Laura a house or... With elephants. You know, yeah, and how I got some beautiful signs that this was the house for us with the lovely um, elephants that were here and that crazy Laura went to the real estate agent and asked if uh, the person selling the house, if they were his, did he have a relationship with them, was he going to take them with him or if he didn't <laughs> want them, could he please leave them there? And he laughed and said, they weren't mine. I didn't like them. I was about to throw them away. They were here, uh, you know, since he bought it. So that was super cool. So that was, yeah, a year ago tomorrow. And for our listeners, that will still be in the past. So a year on the 7th of December it will be since we moved in. And at that stage, I had just settled into a job, really, that I was really loving and liking and doing... um, still a big project on debriefing for um, healthcare professionals working in theatres and that was my life. And then in the last year my job has completely changed so that's a big theme too is um, endings and new beginnings and um, accepting things when they come along because it really did just come along and I guess that's really tested... um, my faith in everything, Um, trusting that what comes up is right for you and trusting that, um, you know, you're on the right path. I remember having a chat with you when I was, you know, kind of freaking out a little bit about being offered a new beginning and a new awesome sounding opportunity, but it meant saying goodbye to a lot of things that I've known forever and and loved them. Um, And you just said, has it been easy? Look for the grace and ease. And if, if the grace and ease is there then go with it. So uh, I have. I have done. And so I did get a new job. That sounds fantastic. Um, And then, of course, like everything in the last 12 months, 18 months, two years, everything changes and, um, and it did change. So I haven't started working in this new job. I started in contact tracing. So 
that was um, indicative of a massive need on on a grand scale, you know, much larger than than me. So you just um, there's that element of all just doing what you can, whatever that looks like. So for me, that meant contact tracing. <laughs> for the last few months um, after having said goodbye to absolutely everything that I've ever known in my professional life, pretty much. So I'm just doing that, going with it and um, trusting that I'm exactly where I need to be at well, this point in time. Well, I think that um, like just from from outside in, <laughs> mm. uh, that for a few things, one, uh, in 10 years, 20 years' time, you're going to have a pretty uh, cool story, I guess, or a great experience when it comes to being on the front line of something that is has never before occurred uh, on the planet, for and, and, and certainly not in our lifetime. And to have gone through that, um, the processes that you've had to, the learning, the creation, the the working with the people, dealing with, with so much fear and um, uncertainty, I think that um, like from both sides of it for you, I think that in 20 years, 30 years time when you're not working anymore, you're going to look back on it and go, that was a highlight of my career or a highlight of work. And it might not look like it now, but I think yeah, in hindsight. Yeah, my eyes at you right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> trying I do, not I do see to what smirk. you're saying. It's- yeah, yeah. It's gonna be it's like funny. We yeah. Yeah, it's your it's your like your contribution in something that's so massive. When you know, for for me, like I'm not in in your industry in terms of healthcare and frontline healthcare. So for me, your job is so intriguing and interesting, and I've got a thousand and one questions, and you don't see it, but everybody else does, and it's like wow, you get to actually speak to the people that that and telling them. And asking them questions and be there for them, that's a pretty like pivotal role in in the whole entire situation right now. And in 20, 30 years time, when you understand what's really important in life, which is human connection, and, and that's kind of your biggest focus at that time, you're going to look back and you just go, well, that that's certainly something that w- has gone down in history for me in terms of the, the, the moments that I'll never forget in my career. And, and I think that that's really freaking cool. And then secondly, I'm not surprised that that it, it worked exactly the way that it did for you in terms of being diverted into contact tracing because you're like you're such a fantastic light worker and you're so kind and you're so considerate and compassionate and empathetic and sympathetic and all of those things that that like they've put an angel in the line to be on the other side of that phone, you know, like, <laughs> and I, I've often sat there sometimes and thought, oh, I wonder like one day when I go for a COVID test, cause I've had a few, I wonder if one day I'll just get a phone call and it'll be, hi, this is Laura. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I have spoken to people that I know. <laughs> well, I've been waiting and for it to happen you, to me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we will Don't definitely do, do an me. episode about that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I think, um, I, I just, it's, it's, I understand, you know, like, of course the, and I only get to hear what you share in terms of the, the, um, the frustrations and the, the, all the fear and the sadness and, you know, just the, how time consuming it is for you as a job right now and all the kind of, all the working pieces to it. I only hear it second 
from you, but, um, you know, you just take it so much in your stride. And I think that, I think the universe knew what they were doing when they kind of lined all their ducks in a row for you to be that person Mm, on the other end of the line. It's funny that you say, you know, when you reflect on years and years from now, that this sort of stage of, of my career path, the whole unit is um, made up of displaced people mm. and and a lot of them have have been sent back to their roles now. And there was a lot of talk um, before a lot of them left as to what made this group work so effectively because... Because we really did um, and everyone being there and having not been there had to learn and had to shift really quickly um, because, you know, the numbers were climbing really quickly and we had to learn different software platforms and and multiple of them and do it all in a time-sensitive manner as well as, you know, actually providing the service to six scared people. Um, So there were some working party group discussions as to why... um, why it was such an effective, high-performing team. Like, what was that? Like, if you could bottle that essence, and how would you break it. it down? And then how can you teach that? But it was all about um, that connection. It was all about we were on the same page uh, from our operational boss right down to everybody coming in. We were literally learning a system and then teaching someone else the very next day to use it. So there was that sense of no matter where you came from or what experience that you had, you had something unique to share and you shared it with everybody and um, and it helped you do what you needed to do as well. So it'd be really nice to try and sink some more study into that, which is really interesting because that's where um, the job that I've got goes. They, they do research and they do project work and they're looking at innovative ways to improve cl- clinicians and clinical care and make it safe for everybody, not just the clinicians, but obviously the patients as well. So it's fascinating really on that level as well, but yeah, it's yeah, right up your alley. I hear what you're saying. It's been, it's been, it's been a struggle, um, at times, you know, I'm not going to lie. I drove home job. in tears, especially that first week. I remember ringing you <laughs> in tears <laughs> driving home. I remember Matt greeting me at the front door with a big hug and sending me straight to the shower and up over the shower recess came a shower wine some evenings. Not that I'm condoning overindulging in alcohol, but a good old drink here or there never hurt me at least at this point in time. Um, yeah, so it's been a wild ride and yeah, so it's been transitional. It's been very changeable. It's been very demanding. But I think having um, such a solid grounding these days in my spirituality and my belief, it's it's helped me get, you know, see the bigger perspective, see the larger picture and not worry so much as to, you know, why is this happening to me? There's There's lots of people out there. Everything's happening to everyone. So that's helped. And... Um, I wanted to talk about imposter syndrome as well because um, it wasn't too many years ago, maybe two, three years ago, that I I became an educator and I really struggled with just having a new role and having to um, do different things and, and feel different ways about certain things and it really came down to just accepting myself and I've struggled with imposter syndrome again getting a new job thinking what am I doing they've given it to the wrong person 
I don't know, I don't have the experience for this, all of that sort of stuff, rather than just going, do you know what, if I accept myself and then I accept where I'm going, then that, it's not up to me to judge it. It's not up to me to decide. It's, I've been given an opportunity and I just, I go with that these days or I'm trying to practice that much more than a few years ago. I'm still a recovering people pleaser. I think I always will be, but I think I'm getting much more practised at um, the self-acceptance, the self-love, the underlyingness of just taking what I've given and going with it and not questioning it in so much as just going with it. And so, just yeah. being able to um, recognise some limiting beliefs that you've had as well. Yes. And imposter syndrome is... Um, it's like everywhere. Even I get it sometimes. And I think that there is, like when you said before about uh, the grace and the ease, things come to us that are meant for us gracefully and easily. And you should always say yes when they do come gracefully and easily. However, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have to expand through it and into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And expansion is what we're here to do. And expansion feels like you're growing another skin or, you know, growing something out or growing greater than or cracking open something. Uh, and yeah. that's when that imposter syndrome kind of kicks in. But with your spiritual practices and just understanding yourself more as you mature and grow and all the rest of it, like everybody else does, you start to also combine it with ambition and desire and purpose and what you want and what you don't want. And if you, if you can align a sweet spot of kind of um, all those things all together and use that as leverage to motivate you through that expansion, then the universe will give you grace and ease in your expansion as well. Yeah. And if, yeah. so at any point that, uh, you apply resistance, you're going to be met with some sort of resistance and that's what you were doing. But at the same mm. time, your role that you stepped into with contact tracing was unprecedented. You know, they mm. were learning on yeah. the fly in so many ways. We'd never really had to enact or, you know, um, really in real time, in real life, move so fast to do so many things and so many random people coming from so many different um, areas, you know, like there's, there's there's all different types of healthcare professionals that have been diverted, right? Like it's not just oh yeah nurses, yep. it's nurses, doctors, like all... Social workers, yeah. uh, occupational therapists, GPs. So imagine um, how everyone's yeah. feeling as well. So mm. going into a role like that, I think anyone would have some kind of uh, imposter syndrome with that because yeah. it's like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know what? You From the outside, you know, you're someone that um, is very easy to admire with the way that you never give up. And you do cry, but you allow yourself that vulnerability to cry and to have a long, hot shower and need a wine in the shower and to talk about it. You know, that's <laughs> mm. one of the things that I love most about you is the fact that you will talk it out. And it's yeah. just, it's so yeah. natural for you to do that. I don't think it's always been that way, but I think early on in the piece, I learned that I had to, you know, mm. the good old cry it out, the good old talk it out. And obviously I pick my audience. I don't just go around 
blabbing away to everybody, poor me, this, that and the other. I think there's Definitely really, not. you know, maybe two, three people who I really feel comfortable with in doing that. But I think that's um, one of the reasons as to why they're there. So mm-hmm. sharing a little bit of yourself with others um, I think is vitally important to the relationship that you want with them. So, yeah. Um, and with imposter syndrome, I think there's the unhealthy level of it and then there's the um, a slightly healthier questioning always. It keeps me humble, I feel. I can't of think of any other word to describe it. I think it's healthy to almost re-examine yourself and it keeps you... Um, it, keeps your well it keeps my perspective healthy it, it never lets me get too far ahead of myself or too think that I'm so full of self-importance yeah I think um I think if that was to ever happen to me I'd like to think that those few select people would go hang on a second here can you hear what you're saying <laughs> you know like I think a, a little bit of um imposter syndrome goes a long way in keeping someone humble so it's just so, when it overrides everything else um yeah, it, it stops you and, and I did certainly feel that, that I was re- contracting back a little mm. bit, um, especially when I got um, the other job that I got. So mm. I, I've had a lot going on in the last 12 months but I'm getting better at accepting it and moving through it and, um, and growing. So mm. it's exciting. I'm really enjoying it. Mm. And 2022 is going to be great. Oh, yeah, it'll be more of the same. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be surprised. Wait and see. Watch this space. Yeah, Uh, exactly. And I'm ready to accept it, whatever, you know. Yeah. Well, what you did at the end of last year is, and a little bit before that, is decide to make um, the effort or the conscious and intentional and deliberate decision to focus on your highest good and do the things that could get you onto that path of alignment to receive that. And that like, I've talked about it before. We've talked about it before in terms of the floodgates open and the universe doesn't make you wait. Once you arrive, you, you receive as long as you're ready to receive. And so this year you really stepped into the rush of the floodgates and that's why things move so fast because it's like, we've got, Yeah. yeah, we've got to get you up to speed with where you can be while you're at this frequency so yeah and quite everything often, I'm going through is better preparing me for whatever what's is coming. in my future mm-hmm. mm. that's it and you just have to trust it and it's that grace yeah. and ease situation again you know that's the key that's that's always the key when you have to push or make it work um yeah to get it kicked off if there's that's usually an, an indicator that mm, not quite right just yet or maybe your ego is deciding for you but when it comes in grace and ease and then once the grace and ease has arrived then it's the work and you've got to kick off and you've got to apply yourself and you've got to do all the things that you need to do to grow into that space but it's the biting and kicking and screaming in order to get it in the first place that is is like hey uh uh-uh like can you not (laughs) yeah can you not see the universe saying no Mm. like why are you still banging your head against the wall anyway yeah yep yeah yeah (laughs) so that's me (laughs) in a nutshell that's just you just just in a nutshell the whole year for laura (laughs) well without and we haven't even got into the podcast but we're saving that to the end aren't we yeah you can do yours now if you want Oh, you want to make oh, I end. think we should. 
I, okay. I reckon you should do them all together. You do okay. you now. Okay. <laughs> I've I'll had enough me. of me right now. <laughs> You're like, okay, I've done enough talking. <laughs> yep. I need to retreat. I'm not used to all the talking. <laughs> yeah. It's like I've spent enough time in the light. I need to retreat. I just need to listen now. Balance it out. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, and we all know I like to talk, so not a problem. Um, okay, me. So this year has been really interesting because uh, – Last year with the pandemic for, and I just want to touch on that because it was such a huge, uh, huge impact for me this year for lots of reasons, which I'll share in a sec. But last year was, you know, we, we kind of dodged most of last year. We went into a very quick, short lockdown with, you know, it was only harsh for a very short period of time. Um, And in that time, I was so blessed to be able to just move my business entirely over to virtual and I had never been busier. I was working inside out, back to front, night and day, and I was loving it. It was great because uh, everyone was showing up ready to receive and really curious and there was a lot of people who were all of a sudden achieving so much clarity and so much certainty, which I love to work with those people. But then there were a lot of people who were thrown into a lot of uncertainty. And I love to work with those people too. So I found 2020 yeah. to be, you know, on, from a professional space, really amazing. And then also a personal space, really amazing too, because I got to serve a lot of people and, and my, and service yeah. is just like, just like you, you know, if you, if you weren't looking after people, like who would you even be? And so, like, if I'm not, like, serving people in their consciousness, then who would I even be? And so last year I got to really be me. And then this year was so different. In the first half of the year it was amazing and everything was going really well. And then when um, we got shut down, which was the 1st of July, um, I thought, you know, it was initially just going to be two weeks. And so I thought, cool, I'll just do the same thing. We all lived in hope. Yeah. Yeah. So kids stopped going to school. So um, my husband's a builder and so he continued to work, but I stayed at home with the kids during the day and then at night would go into my office, but then we weren't allowed to travel that far. So I started working from home and it was just getting, the boundaries were blurring far too much. And I was starting, my vibration, um, you know, my human vibration was dropping too low and it was really difficult for me to be able to get that vibration up again to serve the way that I serve. And it, it was awful. Like it was such an internal, yeah, it was such an Mm. internal dilemma because I knew that all these people were ready to be served yet. I couldn't, I couldn't perform. That's how it felt. It felt like I was failing. It felt like, why is this, why is this so different? And, and I was so cranky for probably about a week and I was just angry with myself all the time at the end of every night, I'd finish up and I'd get home at about 10 30 and I'd lay awake until about 1am just cranky with myself that that was not my best work. And people spend, you know, money's relative, but you know, I'm not cheap. People wait sometimes a fairly long distance of time to be able to have their session and then I'm showing up and I know I'm not serving the best way that I can and then I had um, some personal issues going on as well with my um, beautiful beloved grandfather who is 90 next year Um, 
he had um, some really bad health concerns and it was really, really, really scary. And the, the, like the possibility of losing him three times in the space of a month was so real that we said goodbye three times and and not being able to see him couldn't see him because we couldn't go and he couldn't see anyone he was yeah. in hospital alone for two and a half months without being able to see any of us um and he was in a lot of pain and he was scared and he was lonely and it just was breaking my heart over and over yeah. and over again. The kids were doing it tough because, you know, they're just at such vital stages of life. And our 13-year-old, our Luca, who's in year eight, you know, he missed out on a whole term of year seven and the, the rest of the term four was so disrupted that it may as well not have been a term. And this year spent six months, like two terms, homeschooling. And so friendship circles weren't created. All kind of early bonds in year seven high school weren't kept and and kids went off on AWOL. And it was just managing teenage, like, and our eldest is 15, teenage emotions. The lack, Yeah, we're extremely active. And so the boys do sometimes two activities a day every day. And so managing that level of of energy and not being able to release it, plus I wasn't being able to serve the way that I do, and I'm not a great stay-at-home mum. I never have been. I've always said <laughs> it. Being, being at home as a mum is not my happy place. Um, mm. I love being a mum, but after 15 years of being a mum and for nine years of that or 10 years of that being a stay-at-home mum, I'm done. And so yeah. my spirit was like slowly burning out and mm. everything. And Matt was working more than ever before. So we weren't seeing each other and it was just far too much. Yet I had never had more people reaching out to me on social media for help. And yeah. it was just such a such a crazy time but I felt like it was what I refer to in sessions um as storm wisdom and so storm wisdom is when the universe is not giving you so much of a divine intervention where it's like look out because things are never going to be the same after a day it was more like we're going to bring a tornado into your life and we're going to just throw everything up into the air it's not going to be comfortable. It's going to be scary. We're going to throw everything up into the air and we want you to have a look around and see what's left on the ground. And then we want you to be able to look up and those things that are on the ground are non-negotiables. And then we want you to be able to look up and we want you to be very specific and particular and intentional and deliberate and conscious about what you choose to bring down because it's going to need attention. It's going to be damaged from the tornado. It's not going to come back the same. And so I feel like I went through that and you know me well enough to know, and I don't know if our listeners probably don't, but, um, they're about to, they're about to, I I go silent. I do Mm. not talk until I'm ready to talk. And I have to go through this storm alone. I'm so solitary about it. And it's not an indicator of my storms. (laughs) I know. And it's not an indicator of you or mm. any other friends or my husband it's or anyone else. anyone else. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. And and mm. it's really uncomfortable for me because I don't like making things about me. 
So there's so much in it that's just really frustrating and restless and uncomfortable and raw and uncertain. But at the same time, I know that I'm exactly where I need to be and I just hold on to faith. So I did that. I dropped and I, I dropped and rolled into faith and I just, I made an announcement. I think it was probably in August maybe or September where I said, I'm not going to be doing work. I'm not working anymore and I'm just going to be doing coaching and mentoring. Um, and so, yeah. So not doing one-on-ones and I got so much support and it was so beautiful having people reach out just saying, you know, you got to look after yourself. And it was so beautiful. And I felt so truly blessed and just, lucky to, um, to have people just understand. But, um, what it did do was making that decision, um, actually gave me, I made it for, for reasons that, that I thought were very self-aware and very conscious and all of that. But what it did was, um, something that I wasn't prepared for, which was bring, clear skies and clear days and a clear path ahead of what is for me ahead. And so I made the decision to um, close my books permanently, but indefinitely, I guess is probably a better word. Um, And at the end of 2021, so the last week, oh, sorry, for everybody else, it'll be the next week. Next week is my last week um, of taking one-on-one sessions Um, so going into 2022 and the future at this stage, um, the only thing that I will be offering is coaching and mentoring as well as psychic development, intuitive development, um, and those services. And I'm really, really excited because I love to work with people who are ready. Um, and then the other side of that will be hopefully being able to plan, um, some touring that will be also quite indefinite in terms of depending on travel restrictions and everything as soon as borders open and we're allowed to do what we're allowed to do and I'm an unvaxxed person as well so that's probably going to bring in some you know maybe some minefields that I need to navigate but um you're not going into it blindly no uh but I am looking forward to getting out and about and being able to do live mediumship events and that'll be the only way that I do mediumship um, so this is the first time that I've announced it publicly. So it's a little bit, um, a little bit nervous, really. I'm not scared. I'm just a little bit nervous about how it's going to go. But what was really interesting was that I only made this decision permanent, like really, really, really decided and locked it in last Thursday. And I went to bed and I felt so happy and the, the thing that I got that night when I, when I slept and then I woke up in the morning, but the thing that I got when I, when I woke up in the morning, I felt topsy turvy. But when I slept that night, what I kept getting was, um, you like, it's okay to not want that anymore. And I had to yeah. really, cause I think for the last five months I've been real, actually it's been a year really. It's been since my burnout last year with COVID You've um, talked about it for ages. Yeah. And I grappled with Private the whole, yeah. yeah, kind of grappled internally and, and with some select people with the, <laughs> um, with the kind of the guilt and I guess the shame in some ways of not wanting or not being passionate about it anymore yet 
thinking, well, people need this. Like I need to be an advocate for spirit. I need to be an advocate for mediumship. I need to prove that this is real. I need to connect. I need, I need, I need, (laughs) Tracy needs. And it was really just coming from fear, fear of growth, fear of wanting more and being embarrassed or ashamed of wanting more and not being happy with what I had. Um, that's where you started though, isn't it? Like that's the first thing that one does when one starts working in those fields. They do readings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I think without realising it, I was just going through my own metamorphosis and I didn't really realise yeah. it clearly until, you know, the last month or so when I've come back to doing one-on-ones um, and my heart's just not in it. Um, and, and it's being shown in my sessions, you know, like it's, um, spirits not as, like, I'm not, not that I'm not as confident, but spirit and I are just not as confident as we used to be. There's really strange things going on in my readings that I'm having to manage that I've never had to manage before. Um, Mm, and well, it's kind of is at first I was really frustrated again and, Um, then I sat back and I, you know, I went into my faith and I just prayed and Mm. surrendered. Um, and really what I was shown was that this was my resistance coming back to me. And I'm not, I am not, um, excusable with the same rules that you are, you know, like if I've got resistance, resistance is going to come back and it's going to come back where it's going to teach me the lesson the quickest and where you pay attention. Yeah. mm -hmm. And that's what's been happening. And when I think about what I need to do in order to stop that resistance, I just don't want to do it anymore. You know, it takes a lot. It's, it's a lot to be able to function at that level and serve. Um, and I just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be able to maintain yourself as well. So mm, you need to find that balance, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like. Yeah. And I turned 40 this year, which was massive. Out of lockdown. Um, Yeah, just before we went in. Um, That was a little gift, wasn't it? It was. And it was perfect. You know, like I've never liked parties for myself. I'm always afraid people won't show up. (laughs) We were very anti-party. It was making it very crazy. Yeah, I don't like parties. I like doing things, but I like like experiences, you know, like things that I can remember that... Uh, you know, one of a kind or, and I like adrenaline stuff. So we, you know, um, I went skydiving with my boys and it was just so beautiful to watch them have their first skydive. And um, it was definitely different for me because they jumped first and I watched them and it was very beautiful as a mum to make even that jump, not about me. It was just like, I'm going to be watching my boys. And I just felt so just in love at that moment. And that was a really beautiful gift that we got to share. Um, and so now we're going to do it every year on, on everyone's birthday, but, um, that was, it was really nice. And, um, all, the only thing that I really wanted to do was get myself a new tattoo and I wasn't able to because everyone shut down. Um, yeah. but that's okay because I've changed my mind about 20 times about what the tattoo would Same. be. <laughs> yeah. Really? Well, I had big plans for tattoos, remember? Yeah. Big, and, big um, plans. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I've sort of changed directions with the designs, probably even bigger, but slightly mm-hmm. different design now. So it's amazing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, and then we've got another massive stage of life happening that we're about to embark on with our eldest finishing school this year um, and going on to do an apprenticeship and, um, you know, we, we wanted to sell the house as well this year, but we've decided to stay. Uh, yeah. So lots of, lots of big things have happened behind the scenes and personally for us. Uh, and I just celebrated 16 years wedding anniversary four days ago and could not be even more in love than ever before. Um, but I'm very much counting down the days so that I can go down and see my grandfather. Yeah. Um, and that will, that will be something that, uh, I will feel so much more complete once I've been able to do that. Uh, cause it's something that I feel is still up in the air in that tornado and I just can't get it and pull it down. Like it's just without, it's like beyond my reach. And mm. I feel like, um, I just feel like I'm at the mercy of dickheads, if I'm being honest. <laughs> and that's just been something that Your I've words, had to. not mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you can quote me. I don't mind. Um, it's just, it's been, it's been a lesson oh, look, in patience. And I know. Um, huge lesson in patience for me with my granddad and a, a few lessons in, in, in biting my tongue. And there's been many a times that I would love to have done many episodes on what's been going on. We turns out like in turns out she's psychic, but what's been going on, especially in our country. Um, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been, it's been interesting as someone who is very opinionated, um, mm. and sees things the way that I see it too. It's, it's just, it's just different. And that's actually, um, you know, probably a really great segue into, um, <laughs> my favorite episode from the year that was, turns out she's psychic. Sure. Um, Season three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it? So expanding levels of consciousness. Ooh, that was cool. Yeah. Um, and our listeners really liked that too. It was a very high-performing episode um, with listens. But mm. I, you know. Tell me why. Well, with season three, um, you know that I kind of was like, I want to bring in people from niche areas. And you were like, great. So I reached out and um, we've, we've been so blessed to be able to have so many oh people say goodness. yes. Yeah. And next year, season four um, is going to have some even more amazing guests and take us into mm-hmm. all new different areas. But expanding levels of consciousness was a really great conversation for me, an episode for me to be um, interviewed for and to be able to give our listeners kind of, well, to expand their consciousness. It's kind of, I felt that season one and season two and early stages of season three for me has been very foundational, very basic, very um, getting everybody up to a level where they feel Full comfortable. Play. Yeah. Bit of a tease. Um, and, Necessary, you know, for our, though. Absolutely. You can't underestimate 100%. the power of foreplay. Agree. <laughs> <laughs> Some, yeah, necessary. Some might say that it's absolutely necessary or there's no play at all. Um, so I have enjoyed it, but that was like the kind of the first episode in a while that I personally have been excited by um, 
to to talk to you know because Content. they're the convers- yeah. yeah yeah because and I think it's very indicative of the fact that my passion like now is all about the mentoring and the coaching and really yeah. bringing people into their spiritual alignment um, where they're living really freaking amazing lives. You know, when we had Mel on a couple of episodes ago, you know, just mm-hmm. being able That's to right. see the results of that people are getting from the work, it's just so inspiring and motivating and um it's just where my my flame is lit and the expanding levels of consciousness was able to sort of throw a bit of fire on that flame, I guess. So that was my favorite episode for season three, but also for the year. Um, Mm -hmm. And we're about to record another episode straight after this with someone who won't be released until early 2022, but I'm pretty sure, Oh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be one of both of ours. Like if it was now, it would be our favorite one. I think for both of us, just for the sheer um, star factor and being completely starstruck. But anyway, (laughs) magnitude. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we've had some beautiful guests and we're, we're lucky with each and every one of them. I loved that episode too and I loved the fact that we recorded that as a prelude to, Mary, um, yeah, to our alien lady Mary because mm-hmm. um, after we interviewed her we thought we haven't kind of hit it yet <laughs> to her level so we're going to have to do an episode like that. It was super cool. I really yeah. enjoyed it too. I love... I, I um, you know, my curious nature is always wondering what's there and what's here and what does this mean and how does that all correlate? And I think the more that you learn to understand or the more you realise the potential of things, the more you realise that it's just exponential. Infinite. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love your little... um, So Shannon from Turns Out She's a Witch, Laura and I, we have a group messenger and we we usually just fill it with really really crass memes um and sometimes it's information articles sometimes it's just funny shit that only we would find funny um (laughs) but today you massively triggered my claustrophobia with really (laughs) yeah with a meme that or a, a, a quote thing that said um what did it say like what if stars are actually just holes that have been poked in a container so we can breathe and I was like yeah. oh my god <laughs> talk about expanding consciousness <laughs> I posted one a while ago that said something like what if our whole universe was just some um alien like primary school aliens <laughs> science project sitting on someone's shelf <laughs> like our whole in a jar is just a science project <laughs> Of a little alien baby. Dashy. <laughs> oh, oh, hi, Dashy. Wouldn't have an so episode well. without our mascot. Yeah, that's right. Mine's locked out, but Dashy boy, he can't be without his mummy. No. <laughs> He'll be scratching back on the door in a second to be asked to be let back in. So which was well, your favourite episode? Yeah, my favourite one, I have a few. They're like babies. I love them all yeah. in their own right. But I have to say, I really, really wigged out on um, Emma Vidgen, the natal charts in astrology. Oh, yeah. um, she was awesome with her knowledge base and we got to ask, especially I got to ask all the questions I'd ever wondered and I'd love to try and um, 
lure her back for a second episode maybe to answer some of the questions that I have and that we've received. Um, she's obviously very busy having another baby and everything, but that would be cool to try and make contact with her again. But I loved sort of learning all about um, your North Node and the she said, you know, a little hack about the rising sign, you know, anyone that's done a little bit of work on themselves, quite often their rising sign is more applicable than their sun sign sort of thing. So I'd never heard that before and I quite like mm. that. And I do realise there's lots of different um, flavours of astrology. Can't think of a better word to describe it, but loads of different sort of, I don't know, philosophies, I suppose, around astrology and um Whatever hers is was pretty cool. I went on and had my own um, natal chart done by Emma and that was really cool and, yeah, she's a cool chick. I now watch her. It was sort of every week a little update but she's got a lot going on so she mm -hmm. skipped a few weeks um, because of that. But, yeah, I, I read her Grazia column and, yeah, I'm a little bit of a fan I suppose. She's a very, very cool person. Yeah, and very she's cool. so just like zen as well, so laid back yeah. and so just... Yeah. Yeah, I love mm -hmm. her whole feel. She's cool. Yeah, me too. She's gorgeous. That was fun. So it's yeah. a really nice energy, yeah, to be around. She's just very calming and yeah. like whenever and whenever I see her, I just smile. It's like yep. <laughs> yep. It's like, oh, hello. Let me just listen to what you have to say for the next few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm all in. Um, but it, I, it uh, really, wouldn't it be really... nice to be someone like that that's just really calming? <laughs> I know it's foreign to me. <laughs> Whatever she You're has, same. I need to bottle that, <laughs> which means leads me um, very nicely into um, a second favorite, which was our most recent, which was um, beautiful Missy, the alchemist. I've always been interested mm. in the whole idea of alchemy. It's always been intriguing. One of my best friends, Rachel, gave me a book called The Alchemist years yep. ago and I, I loved it. Um, Lucy read it for her bedtime story. We read it together Whoa. a few months ago and, um, you know, there's layers in there of different levels of understanding but it's just awesome and um, what she does and how she does it. I really love talking to people um, and how they are going all in on their intuition and what that looks like in their life and what that means for them. And everyone uses it in different ways. And so I, I've really loved that flavour of this season. Like, you know, Sophie does it with all her nutrition and movement and Emma's all there with her astrology. Someone like Missy is really um, tuning into all all the things she's plugged into to um provide such amazing products that we can use and tap into that too like there's each each and every person that we've had has their own flavor of it and what they offer and I just I love that yeah I love same. that so and much Laura Bowen um Laura with yep. connecting to land and spirit that was a yeah. you and Shannon episode and it was so beautiful amazing. to listen to yeah she's, she's beautiful oh she's so sweet yeah. gentle in fact her courses sound amazing too. Like, um, not that we're doing a giant ad right now. It kind no. of sounds like it. It's just occurred to me. But I've only noticed, um, I've seen her recently on Instagram offering the uh, connecting to land sort of um, classes that she runs and she'll talk you through wherever you are and how uh, she does land and nature readings and that sort of thing. And I think I'm going to do that. I love that awesome. idea. Yeah, yeah. I love She's that for cool. you. Mm. Well, um, 
Yeah, I've just been looking at our list of episodes. And I'm like, actually, you know what? I think that one was my favorite. And I'm like, no, that one was my favorite. It's really difficult. To, <laughs> it's really um, hard to decide. Yeah. Um, They've all been yeah. amazing. They are. And I, I've, it, here you go. <laughs> I, I just, I still really like um, talking to you about all of this stuff and that's mm. how this started and, and we're growing with that and, you know, I'm not going to lie, some weeks are harder than others to try and find the time and to try and find something to talk about and to do all of that but I think the second you hit record and we start recording it's like yes this is cool I love it you just bounce Um, yeah I wanted to just say a quick um personal thank you to those people who reached out to me or just in um sessions were able to say something to me about the episode that we did uh two weeks ago um moods spirit guide family trees and the universe listener questions um where I mentioned um my own um living and experiences with mental health and the fact that I take medication and that Mm -hmm. I can be a a highly spiritual person and a very highly conscious person and still be who I am and do what I do and have absolutely no no problems in being able to talk about it freely and um, I just want to say thank you to everyone um, for uh, just acknowledging that but also like I realized that for a lot of people, it might sound brave. For me, it's just what I think people, what people need to do, uh, and just make it normalized and not make an issue about it. Um, but I really, really, really just quickly wanted to mention my appreciation for the people that did, um, reach out or just mention how much that encouraged them on their spiritual journey. Um, and also just to know that I'm real. (laughs) Just in case people didn't know. <laughs> I think that's super important to include. It's the conversation about mental health is always welcome and is always um, never spoken about enough. And especially when you're talking about someone like yourself, I can imagine that people hearing that side of it would be very um, inspired and it just gives them the opportunity to do the same. Mm. Well, when it comes to spirituality and being psychic or a medium um it can there can be a lot of fear around being thought that we're just crazy Mm -hmm. yeah so if I was say yeah I'm a psychic medium and yet I take medication for mental health issues it's just like oh well you're you are just a full bag of Doritos and dick (laughs) (laughs) I've Freaking love Doritos, just saying. <laughs> it's like my favourite chip. So that's not a turn off for me at all. <laughs> not an ad either. I'd be like, I want another one. <laughs> but I do I do understand what you're talking about. It's not actually funny. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to throw that one in there. That's beautiful. Um, so important. Yeah. So we've only got two more episodes left for the season and we're out. Is that right? Yeah. Let's Mm -hmm. go with that. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. It's so true. We're going to have a little bit of a Christmas party and that'll be fun. And we'll be back next year, but we will be taking a few weeks off. Something like maybe, did we say six weeks? Does that sound like too many? Yeah. No, all of January. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to finish up a week shy of 
like a week side of this year. Two weeks. I think. Yeah. Yep. Um, and next year is gonna it's gonna be interesting. We're gonna have um, some fun stuff and some new stuff and um, yeah. a little bit more love given to the Turns Out Network and Turns Out She's Psychic. Um, and we hope that you join us again next year. I mean, it's still a couple of weeks to go, but you know, yeah. We oh, and also mm-hmm. on Spotify, if you go into your Spotify, there is a part there where you can have a look at um, your top podcasts for 2021. Oh, is that on Spotify? Yeah, I would love it. <laughs> I've been if, seeing them coming through. Mm, I would love it if um, if we rank in your top five, please screenshot it and tag us in on Instagram, turns out underscore she's psychic. You can tag me in at Tracy Dimick and Laura at Laura Wellam Turner. Yeah, it's a long one. <laughs> it is. Um, and, uh, yeah, I want, I want to see them because that's really cool. I didn't even know, like, I'm only new to Spotify, actually. I didn't even know you could do that. So I saw it and I was like, yes. And I'll give you one guess what my top one was. I don't know. Does Tony Robbins have one? (laughs) He does, but he doesn't really, no, he doesn't update it very often. No, don't know. Joe Rogan. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't believe that you're saying these guesses. When I say what it is, you'll be like, of course. Why didn't I think of that? Morbid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they of are course. super cool. They are. Yep. So thanks, guys. I didn't I didn't do mine. I'll have to have a look now. Mine will be definitely Spotify. It'll be um, Brene. That's the only place I can listen to her these days. So, I don't think I've yep. listened to one of hers. I Dare to Lead is fantastic mm. and um, Unlocking Us, also very good. But I definitely love her Dare to Lead. It's just amazing the research she does and the guests that she has. It's just mind-blowing. Yeah. Podcasts are the best. So cool. Anyway, so cool. Ours is, like, ours Better. is awesome too. <laughs> I love that we're in this space and I love that we're sort of not normalising spirituality but we're just talking about it more and, you know, it wasn't that long ago people were afraid to have conversations that we just openly have and and I love that and I love Mm. that at work I got to speak on a podcast associated with work and at the end of that one um, I got to speak about Turns Out She's Psychic and now my work have a a link to Turns Out She's Psychic. It's, It's insane. Very cool. It blows my mind, um, mm-hmm. but I did that with full permission from the hosts. So that was cool in our little prelude chat before we started recording when it was a bit of a get to know you session and then they realised I had a podcast with a best friend of mine who happened to be a psychic medium and you could see immediately they're like, ooh, really? <laughs> that sounds more fun than talking about yeah. what we were going to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But also, you know, along with that was, yeah, and I never knew because we were friends first and this I learnt about you afterwards. But then, of course, then the cascade of sort of questions, but also this, I still can't explain it to this day, this relief of like, oh, thank God I know someone like that because I fucking knew it. And now you can answer all my stuff because you like got a direct line. So... It's awesome. It's like it Mary Rodwell, this... the alien lady. It's just like, yep. thank yep. God, we have an alien person. <laughs> I know. Well, absolutely, because I have had a session with her very recently and it was very cool. So, yeah, it's just all these things are like, see, 
here we go. People have the language for this. It's just finding them. So I like that we have a podcast that that uh, really investigates that. Me too. And you know what? You can't dim the light. No one can dim the light. Eventually the light wins. Yeah. Go with it. Go with it. Go with it. It's been a pleasure to be in your ear holes and we'll be back later. Ciao. (laughs) We'll be back next week. See you later. Take care. If you'd like to send us one of your ghost stories or if you have a question for me or for Laura, send us a Gmail at topsychic at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at